Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Apple Park. Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. This is Parklandia, a production of iHeartRadio. We sold our loft in Chicago, moved into an RV, and now we're traveling the country full time with our dog, Ben, exploring America's national parks. <laughs> And today, we are bringing out another episode of Boondocking with Brad. And today's topic is in the name. It is boondocking. Uh, So it's about our first time boondocking. It's about different, like, um, safety measures you have to go through when boondocking and different things like that, just to help you understand what it's kind of like to boondock. So many of you might be asking, what is boondocking? Um, boondocking is when you're going to be off the grid, um, not attached to electricity and water for the night. So you have to learn how your RV is self-sustainable um, to do these like one nights to up to a week in some places um, of what's called boondocking. So you're not um, – you're not hooked up. You're just on the lamb basically and you have to like fill your water reserves and you have to use your generator and how it all works and you have to understand your electricity flow so you can know to not like microwave and cook a pot of coffee at the same time. There's many places to boondock across this country um, from rest stop areas to uh, Bureau of Land Management areas to Wally World and beyond. We've done Wally, Wally World. World many Wait. times. What's Wally World? Walmart. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> You've definitely heard me <laughs> Wally World before. Yes. But right. uh, that's a great question to ask. <laughs> so with boondocking, there's a lot of different issues or um, fears that come about um, when you're first doing this. Um, I know when we were first doing this, Matt was asking questions like, are we going to be safe? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we're just going to be parking here at this rest area for the night. Um, we're going to just be in Wally World for the night. Oh, we're going to be, you know, just parking on the side of the road for the night. And it's, you know, <clears throat> not uh, illogical fears, right? right. Uh, there's definitely a lot of questions, but um, up until this point, have we had any issues? No, aside from just being 
cold occasionally. Yeah. I think that's the biggest issue. But I would say that's more because of, well, our heater in our RV is on the fritz. And we don't want to use a space heater while the generator is running because it puts too much power to the generator. So uh, sometimes we'll just leave on the engine in the front half uh, of the chassis of the truck RV to stay warm. But then it gets really hot, and so we have to turn it off, and then we'll turn it back on in the morning type of situation. But there's a lot of different things that uh, you have to deal with when owning an RV and uh, getting them fixed and finding the time to get them fixed because sometimes you're just on the run and going all the time and just traveling so much. So when dry camping, there's definitely a lot of questions that come about, um, are there going to be a lot of like wild animals and bears and things like that? And even on the Bureau of Land Management, uh, where they allow boondocking, you're not going to have too much wildlife or too much uh, fear of that because um, it's normally in a part of the land where it's not like covered in forests. It's not like you're going to be driving 20 minutes into the woods. Um, you're going to be on the outskirts and where there's not a lot of things. But you still have to be bear aware and you have to put away your foods and things like that. You don't want to leave them, uh, leave them out all night uh, for animals to, to get them. Um, a lot of people have the other question, can you leave your rig? Um, Certain situations, yes. Other situations, no. Um, I would not leave your rig in a truck stop, (laughs) Uh, but that's kind of obvious, right, Uh, for many reasons. Just a lot of people coming in and out, and uh, you're not supposed to stay in truck stops more than sometimes four hours, sometimes six, sometimes 12. Uh, It just depends on that state, so you actually have to look it up as you're traveling. So boondocking is it's pretty... um, a simple in the fact of setup, but there's a lot of technicalities behind it to really find the right places. Um, there's great resources out there like Free Roam, uh, which is an app that will help you find it. Then there's like Campadium. Um, and then another one is uh, the Bureau of Land Management, BLM offices, ranger stations, and then even word of mouth. Um, but they're going to tell you where, when, and how. The, a lot of these apps have even cell phone strength signal to um, what the local area is like. So it's actually, there's some great resources out there to help you find those places when you are looking for uh, boondocking opportunities. There's always this thing where Matt and I are together and we have Finn, so we're not alone. Uh, Boondocking alone is definitely a different experience. Um, and there's some different fears. I mean, even the times where I was out there uh, and Matt was on a trip back home to Chicago or um, somewhere else, uh, a boondocking by myself was totally different. Um, I didn't want to turn on the lights. I didn't have like a safety and numbers type of feel. And so I just kind of stayed in the dark and just like st- like jumped on my uh, tablet and watched the movies, oh, and I did cozy. not make it a home. So it's kind of weird, but I, you know, these were irrational fears that I had, and now um, I don't have those same exact fears. Uh, but in the beginning, when we were just getting started, and it was the first time by myself, like uh, you know, everyone can have that fear of just like where they're boondocking and you know not wanting to have conversations with people. But most people won't bother you. 
if you're boondocking for long term, there's some things that you definitely have to check. You want to make sure that your propane is full, um, your batteries are charged, and your refrigerator works while um, not attached to power. But when we get into boondocking for a long time, there's some things that you want to know is like you're even if you're on like Bureau of Land Management land or you're boondocking in a uh, rest station, a lot of times you're not allowed to use your generators at night. Uh, There are still quiet hours per se. um, And that's so you don't disturb the wildlife at night. It's also so you don't disturb your neighbors. You don't cause any issues. So you have to really understand what you're getting into. You're going to set up your RV almost similarly to when we were talking about hooking up the RV. Uh, But basically, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to go over to your AC unit and make sure that your AC is off, your heat is off, because that creates a big surge when you start your generator. And what we're talking about right now is starting a generator because you want to have electricity to charge your appliances. You want to watch a movie. Uh, You need to work. You need to you know, uh, shower. So you want warm, hot water. And, you know, how do we do these things? How do we turn those on? Um, So basically, you're going to go to AC unit, turn it off, make sure that nothing's on. And then you're going to go over and in the side of our RV, we have a built-in generator. So basically, we have a button on the inside that just hits start. You prime it first by pushing the button down for about five seconds, and the light will come on to let you know you're good. And then you hit start and you hold it. And then your generator will start. Our generator's fuel comes from our engine, so we, of course, have to make sure that we have a full tank of gas. Um, Now, if it's an off-board generator, you know, you're going to have to make sure to have a, like, five-gallon jug backup and things like that to make sure that you don't run out of fuel if you're staying uh, in a boondocking situation for multiple times because there's always different types of generators and how they're set up within your RV. So it's going to be a little bit different for you than it is for Matt and myself. But once your generator's on, uh, what we do next is we push out our bed. And so that's where our slide out is in the rear. Um, So we push out that bed so that way we have our full bed. Um, And then I normally turn on the hot water uh, heater. So I'll have to make sure that my propane is on on the outside. So basically, I'll have to walk around the RV to where our propane tank is. I'll make sure that that is open so that way propane is fueling into the RV. And then I'll come back in, turn on that hot water heater, and I'll wait for about five seconds to hear the pilot kick on. And then that is what allows me to know, okay, it's on. Because you'll know. Once you start getting used to this, you'll hear this like sound inside of your RV that is telling you that it's on. It's a little bit different sounding, but it's, the rhythm's more like that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so then you'll have that on. You'll be able to do dishes. You'll be able to um, take warm showers, wash your hands with warm water, different things like that. Now, our RV with the heater, it's um, having issues with the blower motor. Um, that's what I've gotten it down to so far. I just have to take it in and really get it figured out. But that's actually kind of good because that means my fridge is still getting propane to keep it cold, Um, even when that generator is off. There's different things like this. There's different technicalities that you have to understand when boondocking that's different from electrical setup because our fridge works off electricity as well. And so 
when we have electricity coming in from the RV park, it's all fine and dandy. We don't have to worry about propane. But when we're boondocking, we do have to worry about propane. And so that is when you have to understand how your systems start to flow. And through a year of RV um, ownership, over a year now, um, I've really started to understand these. Now there's some technicalities that I don't quite get yet, but that's a learning thing. So I'm, I'm a learner and I'm figuring it out as we go. And uh, this is a beautiful part is our heater doesn't work because that propane pilot is separate from the hot water pilot light. Um, and then there's even another one for your oven and stove and things like that. So um, you have to understand where your pilot lights are, um, what they do to control the temperatures within your RV, right? So keeping cold food cold, <laughs> frozen food frozen, keeping shower water hot so that way you're not taking a freezing cold shower in the middle of the winter, because that happens. <laughs> uh, those are miserable. I had Dreadful. to do one or two of those last year. And, um, uh, yeah, definitely don't want to deal with that again. You are listening to Parklandia from iHeartRadio. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. This is Parklandia. So can you leave 
your rig. After you've set it up, can you leave it? Yes. Uh, you can leave your rig there as long as, you know, um, it's in an appropriate and safe area. Now you're going to want to lock your doors. You know, you're going to want to do all the safety pre uh, precautions that you do with a normal home. Uh, but you're not going to get your thing uh, towed away in most cases mm -hmm. um, unless you are maybe more being obnoxious, you're destructing the land, you're, you're, you're just being an overall jerk. That's when they're going to take, you know, take you out. But if you're being respectful of your neighbors, of the situation of boondocking, then you're going to be fine. Um, now, if you're closer to a city, of course, you know, you're going to want to take some extra safety precautions. Um, and that's coming from two people from the city. But honestly, most people aren't going to mess with you uh, in these situations uh, either. Now, when it comes to leaving pets alone when boondocking, I have a hard time leaving Finn in our RV while we're boondocking. So it, it kind of limits the things that we're able to do uh, when boondocking for an extended period of time. Um, but if I do, or when I do, like let's say we're going on a little hike and we're coming back, I always make sure that generator is running with the AC or a heater on, whatever is necessary to make sure that Finney doesn't get uh, too hot or too cold because we want to take care of him like he takes care of us. So you're going for your first time boondocking ever. I would recommend to make sure to know where the closest RV park is. And the reason why is because you want to test it out locally. You want to test it out near your home or within a friend or family's home before you just go do it for a whole week. You know, you want to go learn kind of like what we did with Mammoth Caves. You know, when we were first learning how to just hook up an RV, we went to Mammoth Caves and we checked it out and tried it out, found our mistakes and our issues. And that really helped us in the long haul um, because we had like a small instance of what we needed. And then in these situations and boondocking, when you're going to do that, you want to test that out locally as well. You can even test out in your own backyard, but just make sure that you're not going to your fridge in your home for a beer. You want to know that you can have a cold beer in your, uh, in your fridge, in your RV as well. So make sure to take the time to learn about your RV. Uh, watch some videos. There's great uh, tutorials on YouTube about boondocking for the first time, mistakes for the first time, issues that they run into. And I think it's really an important thing to do your research before you just go halfway across the country to think you can boondock anywhere and everywhere because finding these places are not easy. They're not close to things. They're not gonna be in your national parks. They're normally not around your national parks. Uh, but sometimes, the, you know, you can get away with it for the night. But, you know, you have to be very careful uh, because you do not want to disturb the wildlife. The reason, main reason why boondocking is not allowed in national parks is because people will run their generators or their vehicles all night. Well, that changes the ecosystem, the wildlife's behavior, the whole entire shebang of what that national park is about. And it's about preserving and protecting those animals and wildlife. So... When people are boondocking in national parks in large numbers, it's not safe for that environment. So that's boondocking with Brad. 
Uh, that's one of the hardest uh, episodes to really talk about because there's so many different situations with boondocking. And if you have questions, please, please, please reach out to us on Twitter at Parklandia Pod, Instagram at Parklandia Pod, or start a conversation in our Parklandia Rangers Facebook group. This is about like campfire conversations. We really want you to start a conversation so we can get community impact and, and feedback because that is what makes Parklandia so special to us is the community that it's building. So please reach out to us. We're so excited and so happy to have you listening today because we love all of this. You've been listening to Parklandia, a show about national parks. Parklandia is a production of iHeartRadio. Created by Matt Kerouac, Brad Kerouac, and Christopher Haziotis. Produced and edited by Mike Johns. Our executive producer is Christopher Haziotis. Our researcher is Jesslyn Shields. A special thanks goes out to Gabrielle Collins, Crystal Waters, and the rest of the Parklandia crew. And hey, listeners, if you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people like you find our show. You can keep up with us on social media as well. Check out our photos from our travels on Instagram at Parklandia Pod and join in on the conversation in our Facebook group, Parklandia Rangers. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And as always, thank you for listening. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75 percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 savage alanis morissette cage the elephant celeste barber dirk spentley fade hootie and the blowfish janet jackson kids bob kids megan trainer bissell pluma sarah mclaughlin get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just 25 dollars until now through may 14th Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.